You are Locked On Lions, your daily Detroit Lions podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome in, everybody. Locked on Lions, Locked on Podcast Network, your team indeed every single day. Matt Derry with you on a Wednesday, October the 13th and a Thursday, October 14th. What's going on, everybody? Are you past the Vikings game now? Are you excited for Sunday? Lions and Bengals. It's no longer the Bungles. It's the Bengals. Come into town on Sunday at Ford Field for a 1 o'clock start time. We'll talk about... An underrated facet that, that that could play a factor in Sunday's game. The Lions are going up against something that I never expected. We'll get into that coming up on the show. Also, quarterback rankings are out through five weeks from our buddy at ESPN, Mike Tannenbaum, the former Jets GM, and it's not good for Jared Goff. Also, injury report, uh, good news on Taylor Decker. Clark, did you tell uh, Edna the good news? And uh, much, much more here on Locked On Lions on the Locked On Podcast Network. If you didn't get that uh, vacation reference, uh, then you suck. You need to watch the movie. Uh, find us on Twitter at Derry Speaks, D-E-R-Y Speaks, at Locked On Lions as well on Twitter and the Matt Derry Facebook fan page. I have received a couple of tweets at Derry Speaks this week. Let me Let me start with this. Oh, by the way, Locked On Lions, thanks for making us your first listen your first listen each and every day. You can find us on all platforms, Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you for listening. I've gotten a few tweets at D-E-R-Y Speaks. You know, hey, Diesel, hey, Derry, whatever. Are we going 0-17? Let, let, me, let me clear the air here real fast. The Lions are not, N-O-T, not going 0-17. They're not. Dave Burkett wrote a good article about it in the Free Press today. I read Kelvin Shepard's comments, the inside linebackers coach who spoke today. The feel is different. There's a buy-in here. Shepard said he sees a buy-in with this coach and Dan Campbell that he's never seen before. These guys are going to win a couple of games. I predicted at the start of the year that the Lions' first win was actually going to be this week. Now, I also told you weeks ago, I guarantee to win over the Bears, and then the Lions uh, laid a stink bomb uh, at Soldier Field, right after, uh, right there off the uh, lake, off a of Lakeshore Drive. It was brutal. This week, I'm not sitting here telling you, oh, I'm going with my start of the year prediction because I'm afraid of something when it comes to the Bengals, and that is that Joe Burrow, T. Higgins, Jamar Chase, Mixon, these guys are going to explode this week. You heard Dan Horde, the voice of the Bengals, on this show yesterday. If you didn't listen, take a listen back to yesterday's show. Dan said it. The offense hasn't exactly been great. They haven't scored over 27 points in a game, whereas people are like, oh, the Bengals and Burrow are going to put up a 40-burger every week with this offense. They haven't done it. They're due to explode. And the Lions' defense is due for a clunker. So I'm not going to sit here and tell you, I predicted at the start of the year, they're going to win this game, and I'm going to stick with it. I don't know. Maybe it's wishy-washy, uh, whatever. But I'm telling you, they're not going 0-17. Stop that. There is a culture shift at, at 2-2-2 Rodwood Drive. All right? They're, 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 
this isn't the, the well, they've lost by a 66-yard field goal and a 54-yard field goal. Let's fold the tent. Oh, Ragnow's out for the year. Romeo's out for the year. Okuda's out for the year. Oh, that's it. We're done. There's none of that going on in Ellen Park. So I think they're going to win a few games. <laughs> that doesn't mean they're going to be a Super Bowl team. That doesn't mean they're going to turn it around. That doesn't mean they're going to sack Burrow eight times this Sunday and win. But I'm telling you, this notion of we're on our way to 0-17, I think is ridiculous. I really do. This isn't Matt Millen and Rod Marinelli running this candy shop. Those days are over. Now, am I going to tell you that Brad Holmes and Dan Campbell are having this team in the playoffs in three years? No. The Fords still own this team. Rod's still the president. I'm not putting anything past uh, some of these jabronis. But there is some improvement. The Lions' defense has made strides, albeit for 59 minutes of most of the games. <laughs> if they rush three and drop eight again this weekend, I, 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 Sunday's postgame pod uh, will get ugly. But they're making some strides. So this notion of 0-16 I think is absolutely ridiculous. I do. I don't think that's right. Now, good news, certainly, is that Taylor Decker, the Lions left tackle, and, of course, nose tackle Kevin Strong, both were back at practice today. Decker's been bothered by uh, the finger injury and the hand problem that's kept him out of five games. Uh, Kevin Strong has had the groin. Uh, another nose tackle, another another deep spot for the Lions that get everybody healthy is on the interior of that defensive line. You want to talk about the strength of the Bengals. It's not their quarterback. It's not their receivers. And we'll talk about this with James Rapine of Lockdown Bengals on the crossover tomorrow. Cincinnati's defensive interior D-line, they're loaded. They've got a lot of guys there. But Kevin Strong can help. He was the best Lions interior D-lineman, in my opinion, number 92 was, in the preseason. So we'll see if that helps the cause. And look, Taylor Decker coming back means Taylor Decker's playing left tackle. Let's stop with the, let's trade Taylor Decker right now. Panay Sewell's a Pro Bowl left tackle already five games in. No, he's not. No, he's not. And look at PFF. All right, Pro Football Focus graded Panay very well in the opener. But since, he has not played all that well. And he's on a bum ankle. Move him back to the right side. He can learn there. He'll be better than he was in the preseason. He's had five regular season games at the other side at left tackle. Taylor Decker is still your guy. He's under a long-term deal. He's one of your captains. Decker at left tackle, Sewell at right tackle. And let's see how it plays out. No offense to Matt Nelson, who's filled in, but Sewell will do a better job. He will. What scares me about the Bengals... Let me explain that coming up next. Lions fans, uh, Matt Derry here with an incredible app. Everyone who buys gas needs to know about. It's called Get Upside. My listeners are making up to 25 cents for every gallon of gas every time they fill up. Just download the free Get Upside app in the App Store or Google Play right now. Use promo code TOUCHDOWN and get a bonus 25 cents per gallon on your first fill up. That's up to 50 cents cash back. Don't pay full price at the pump anymore. Get cash back using GetUpside. Just download the app for free. Use the promo code TOUCHDOWN to get up to 50 cents a gallon cash back on your first tank. Some people who drive a lot are making as much as two to $300 a month in cash back. There's no catch. The cash back gets added right to your account. You can cash out anytime to your bank account, PayPal, 
or even an e-gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Get Upside app and use promo code TOUCHDOWN to get up to 50 cents a gallon cash back on your first tank. That's code TOUCHDOWN. All right, so I was looking this up today, and it's like, how can the Lions beat the Bengals? Well, the Bengals have T. Higgins. Jamar Chase is blowing up. Joe Burrow is a stud. Look what happened to LSU since Joe Burrow left. They blow, okay? But I looked this up, and I went, wait a second, and Dan Horde was touching on this yesterday. The Bengals, the Bengals are seventh, tied for seventh in the NFL in points allowed. Their defense is a top seven points per game defense, only giving up 20 yards a game. They're 11th in the league. The Bengals are 11th in the league, allowing just 351 yards a game. How about that? That's improvement. The Lions defense, which gave up 420 a, uh, a game last year and were dead last, they've improved to 381 a game. Now, I'm not going to sit here and read you some stats every single day here. But the Bengals are tough to run against, albeit last week their run defense wasn't that good. Trey Hendrickson's been a beast. Uh, I like Von Bell. That's a guy Dan Campbell knows from New Orleans. And their defense has actually carried them. That's a concern for me. This past week, I thought the Vikings defense did a pretty good job against the Lions. But again, Dan Campbell talked about it. We've got to start scoring some points. We've got to start with intermediate throws. Don't think Anthony Lynn called a great game this coming Sunday or this past Sunday. This week, we may need to be seeing a couple of jet sweeps with someone in motion. We might need to be seeing a, a, a fake screen one way, a tight end screen another way to get Hawkinson involved. But the Bengals, the interior of their D-line is good, so it's going to be tough to run inside, which the Lions have done pretty well this year. And all of a sudden, the Bengals feel good about their defense. Yet, the Zach attack, Zach Taylor, he's an offensive-minded coach. By the way, his record is something like 7-28-1. So this is a big year for him. But they were a McLaughlin field goal away from beating the Packers this past week. And going to four and one. I'm just surprised, very surprised, that you look at defense and you go, all right, Buffalo, number one. We knew that coming into the year. They're giving up 12.8 points per game. Denver with Von Miller and that group, they're giving up 15 a game. Carolina with all those draft picks on defense, giving up 17 a game. New Orleans, pretty good defense. New England, pretty good defense. Arizona with Chandler Jones. But then the Bears and Bengals are tied, giving up just 20 points per game. That's pretty good. Lions scoring defense, by the way, giving up 27.6 a game. But again, I think a lot of that is due to the fact that defense has had to be on the field the whole game. The Lions' offense isn't scoring points, which they've got to start doing. At some point here, the Lions have to score points. I'm not expecting Jared Goff to turn into Johnny Unitas here. But the Lions are a bottom 10 offense. They are eighth in points scored at 19.6 points per game. You'd figure the Bengals would be a lot better. They're at 22.8. Something to watch for this weekend. Again, all of the hype's going to be around Burrow, 
Jamar Chase, it was taken ahead of Panay Sewell, T. Higgins is a beast, Tyler Boyd, all of these guys. But the Bengals' defense has done a good job, and that, I think, is a surprise for sure, uh, to say the least. Injury report, then I want to get to this Jared Goff thing. Uh, today, the following players did not practice for the Lions. Uh, return man and 10th string cornerback, Corey Ballantine, hamstring, no practice. Trey Flowers did not practice today with a knee. TJ Hawkinson, knee, did not practice. He had an ankle injury last week. Amanio Ruari, a hip injury, did not practice. That's trouble. The Lions have signed Mark Gilbert, no relation to Dan Gilbert, uh, off the Steelers practice squad, a cornerback. So they've added some depth there. He's on the active roster. We'll see about Oruarie because Amani's played pretty well this year. And then limited in practice, Jonah Jackson, DeAndre Swift, and Jamal Williams. It seems like Williams and Swift are limited every Wednesday. But those guys are going to play. Who would have thunk it that in October we'd be talking about the strength of the Lions team is possibly their uh, running game. But I guess when you have this passing attack, which is not very good, uh, as we know, I guess this is the strength of the team. And, look, the Bengals' defense has been good against the run except for last week. So what's going to give this week? But the Lions have got to get back to giving Swift and Williams plenty of carries. Because, and it's got to be stuff like, you know, pitch outs, running wide, because uh, the Bengals' interior defensive line with Reeder and those guys is, is pretty good. All right, coming up next, Mike Tannenbaum's Week 5 quarterback ratings. It is not pretty for Jared Goff. But first, let me tell you about Built Bar, the best-tasting protein bar ever. And I keep mentioning this guy. But we had Dan Horde on yesterday, the voice of the Bengals. And Dan and I were talking before I hit record, and he says to me, are you going to sell me a Built Bar? Even Dan... Okay, who doesn't even know? He's so busy doing the Bearcats and the Bengals hosting talk shows. He doesn't have time for built bars, but he knows. He knows they're the best tasting protein bar ever. I'm going to have to get Dan's address and send him some cookie dough chunk built bars or cherry lime built bars. They are on sale now at builtbar.com. You got to check them out. The great thing about built bars, too, is they've got only 130 calories. But 17 grams of protein. I had my Rocky Road Build Bar today on my way to work. It was phenomenal. And you can get that as well at BuiltBar.com. Go to the website, use the promo code LOCKED15, and you'll get 15% off your first order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. Shout out to uh, some of our regular uh, Locked On Lions listeners, the great Chris Ball, my buddy over at Financial Architects. Chris is uh, always locked in to Locked On Lions. The great Jeff Schmitz over at U of D Jesuit High School. Thank you, Jeff, for listening. Um, uh, Who else was telling me they were listening to Locked On Lions? J.W. Scoops. I'm not allowed to give out his uh, his real name, so I'll give give you his alias. My man, J.W. Scoops, always listens to uh, Locked on Lions. Uh, of course, our buddy Nathan Litke, 
Uh, shout out to uh, Brandon and Rainey as well. We gave Rainey a shout out the other day. Thank you for listening and joining us and making us your first listen every day when you get your podcast fired up uh, on Lockdown Lions. All right. Mike Tannenbaum, former NFL GM, albeit not a very good one, but I like him on ESPN. His five weeks of who he sees as the top quarterbacks, his quarterback rankings through five weeks. Top five right now. Justin Herbert, who could have been a lion. Thanks, Bob Quinn. Aaron Rodgers, Lamar Jackson. What a performance from Lamar on Monday. Wow. And what about the Colts? What is Frank Reich doing up 22 to 3, kicking, going for two instead of kicking the extra point? Ugh. My poor son is such a Colts fan. He was pissed. Josh Allen, number four, and Patrick Mahomes, number five. Kyler Murray, a close sixth. Not a surprise. Uh, Stad Padford, Matt Stafford, number nine. For all you uh, Ram slappies out there. Let's scroll down, shall we? Where do you think Jared Goff ranks amongst the top 36 quarterbacks? And this includes guys that have played backups like Jacoby Brissett, Mike Glennon, Davis Mills, Geno Smith. Where do you think Jared Goff ranks out of 36 quarterbacks? The answer, 31. Davis Mills is ahead of Jared Goff. Zach Wilson, he of the four-interception game a few weeks ago, is ahead of Jared Goff. Ben Roethlisberger, who can't move, is ahead of Jared Goff. Only guy worse, only guys worse, Jacoby Brissett, 32. Trey Lance, 33. Tua, who's been hurt, 34. Andy Dalton, 35. And Mike Glennon, 36. Andy Dalton is a great comparison to Jared Goff. When Andy Dalton had a lot of weapons around him in Cincinnati, he made the playoffs. When Andy Dalton doesn't have weapons, eh, same thing goes with Goff. 31st. And we can sit here and talk about getting Jared some help and his receiving core, not good, and Tyrell Williams has been out since week one. I get it. But at some point, a veteran quarterback that has won in this league before and is making an upwards of $26, $27 million a year needs to perform better than the 31st-rated quarterback in the National Football League, according to Mike Tannenbaum. Can we get Jared at least into the mid to early 20s here? I mean, Carson Wentz is 16. Mac Jones is 19. Sam Darnold is 18. Trevor Flipping Lawrence and the Jaguars who can't win a game and their coach is out at the bars, not flying back with a team. He's he's 20th. Jeez. Goff has got to perform better. And what I found interesting is Dan Campbell numerous times this week has said, it's on us to put him in a better position. We've got to dumb down the playbook. We've got to do this. We've got to do that. He refuses to throw his captain, one of his captains, under the bus. But I'm here to tell you, Jared Goff has to get better. There's got to be a way that on these third and shorts or fourth and shorts, if his first read isn't there, he's got to make a play. Tuck it and run. Uh, Roll out and find somebody. Do something. And the six fumbles and four lost is unacceptable. 
You don't think the Bengals don't know that this week? And are going to try to strip the football? 31 out of 36 uh, quarterbacks? Not good. Not good. All right, thanks for making us your first listen each and every day on Locked On Lions. Tomorrow, James Rapine from Locked On Bengals on the Thursday crossover. We are back at it tomorrow.